Hello, HR professionals. Good news. This episode of the Great Retention Podcast is valid for 0.5 professional development credits towards SHRM CP, SHRM SCP, and HRCI recertification. Stay tuned to access your certification code. Welcome to The Great Retention, a show spotlighting executive leaders who build award-winning cultures where people feel empowered, seen, and recognized. This show was founded with the belief that life is too short to not love the people you work with. We have a passion for helping people-first leaders like you connect individuals and teams inside your organization to create stronger workplace communities and cultures. So whether you're leading a small business or a large enterprise in a fully distributed or in-office workplace, we welcome you to our community here at The Great Retention. Have you ever wondered what sets your employee experience apart from others? If you're like many business leaders, you might be hesitant to invest time and resources into building a better culture. However, building a unique and engaging company culture doesn't have to be costly or time-consuming. And that's exactly what we're going to explore today in our conversation with Bridget Hart, Vice President of Employee Engagement at IBEX. Bridget is an expert in employee communications and engagement. With over 20 years of experience in employee engagement, training and development, and organizational communications. She has successfully built inclusive and supportive business cultures centered around the continuous improvement of the employee experience. In this episode, we have the honor of hearing Bridget's passion for connecting people and building cultures as she shares how simple and consistent actions can have a more significant impact on your company's environment than grandiose gestures. So let's dive into this conversation and learn from Bridget Hart. Over to you, John. Welcome to another show of The Great Retention. Uh, Thank you, Bridget, so much for joining us here. I am so excited to dive into all things employee experience, which I know is right up your alley from a leadership perspective. Um, But maybe kick us off by uh, sharing our audience, sharing with our audience today a little bit more about IBEX, a little more about your role from an employee experience leadership perspective, and just uh, you know, give us a quick intro if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. IBEX is a multinational corporation. We have a footprint all over the world in six countries. Our last numbers that I saw put us right around 32,000 employees worldwide. Um, We have groups of individuals working in your traditional call center setting, like the brick and mortar, but also a a whole division of work at home. So we're really balancing that out and making sure our, um, our employee experience addresses both of those needs. So, um, it's, it's a, it's a big, diverse group of people that we're working with here. Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, for our audience, um, you know, uh, I mean, it's a wide range uh, of leaders in different industries. So I think it's really, really cool how you bring this global, you know, global perspective. Um, so one of the things that, you know, when you and I were chatting about was, you know, this kind of this moment when the organization says, you know what, we're going to invest in our employee experience strategy. We're going to make this official, right? We're going to say, Hey, you know, like for you as a leader stepping into this role. Um, but you know, how did you get here? Right. How did the organization ultimately say, Hey, yeah, this is something that, you know, we're going to make this, this investment in. And so I'd love for you to just give us a little bit about the story, the journey, you know, how did it start? 
and and where are you today? Any kind of highlights along the way? I'd love to love to hear the journey if if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually started. It's a it's a fun story. Um, the first twenty years of my um, experience in the industry was in training. And I made a shift once I came to IBEX. I, I realized and I recognized when I started working here that the culture that my boss implemented, the feeling from the chief executives was not that um, so so title or hierarchy driven. You know, we were we were rolling up our sleeves, we were working together, we were getting this thing done. And as I worked in training, I would just naturally pick up these communication tasks and these extensions of the job. And uh, my boss likes to call that being a utility player where you just, uh, you play where you're needed and you fill in the gaps. So it started as that. I started working um, and meeting a need for some some cohesive global communication strategy, a formalized way for us to talk to our employees. And as we started to do that, it just really took off this thirst for knowledge, this um, interest from our employees and what's happening, not only in their region, but in other regions, what's what's happening as a company overall, all of this recognition, these rewards that we're getting as a group. And it, it snowballed, you know, as, as we started to connect people and break down some of those silos, then um, there, there just became a more intense need and a more vocalized want for us to continue to work together and to collaborate. And this entire um, employee experience function or this role that I'm in now was birthed out of that. You know, it started as a committee of people from all the regions that worked together. And we were able to accomplish a lot in that regard, um, I can say IBEX has always been very, very focused on employee experience, which is what their openness to that idea and their understanding and appreciation for the value that comes from having a positive culture and a positive employee experience is what allowed us to get here. Very cool. So, so just kind of me kind of, you know, hearing what you're saying. So you've got people all around the world, right. You know, you know, different cultures, different backgrounds, um, you know, just, just, just the simple act of juggling calendars seems like, you know, it could be a huge challenge, right? And so yeah. internal communications as a whole, um, uh, it sounded like, you know, it, it started, you know, there, and then there was this committee that was was formed. Um, and then, you know, from, from the committee, it sounds like just being able to juggle all of these different initiatives that, at a global level, and then, um, you know, ultimately saying, hey, we need, we need someone to truly lead this from a strategy perspective. Right. And, and yeah, coming together that that global engagement committee was was so important and so pivotal, pivotal to getting to this place, because it, you don't know what you don't know. It's kind of the curse of knowledge. Right. You you yep. know what you're exposed to and what you're presented with, what's your daily life. But when you come together and you start to compile those things and you identify common interests that link you as a as a community of people who work for this company and you start to recognize, oh, that value is also instilled in three other regions. This is a very important thing to all of us. Mm -hmm. Then it's easier to align and start to make sense of it and start to march toward a strategy that resonates with everybody. 
Got it. Got it. Yeah, totally makes sense. And what, what I'm hearing from, you know, a lot of leaders that we interview and we talk to is this idea, especially in, you know, distributed teams, um, you know, how do you create, how do you maintain this sense of connection, you know, authentic connection? Um, and it sounds like, you know, that was part of the, the, the committee's kind of task is, you know, sharing, Hey, these, you know, there's shared values across, across the world. We, we just, we only, like you said, you, you know what you, you don't, you don't know everything, you know, as until you go. Right. And, and, you know, you start to realize, oh, wow, we have this in common. So that's, that's really cool. Um, I love it. So talk to us about the culture at IBEX. Talk to us about how, you know, do, you know, how has this, the employee experience strategy influence that culture? You touched on a little bit about, you know, kind of, you know, keeping the connection stronger and, and the shared values. But I want to get your get your thoughts overall. What does that culture mean to you and IBEX from a leadership perspective? How has this uh, strategy, in your, your opinion, maybe influenced that culture? Well, when I think about culture, I, I think about the environment, the feeling, the... Um, the expectations of what guides you from day to day. It's, it, it shapes everything from the way the leaders behave to the way that the frontline agents behave. It shapes your experience from a new employee to a tenured employee. It's what's important to the company and promoting the, promoting what's important, um, outlining what is expected, what is tolerated, what is not tolerated, what is encouraged, and just making that set of behaviors really clear and integrating it into a part of the day today. And I think a lot of times, you know, you sit down in a room and you come up with some values and you say, oh, our, our culture is this, but it's, it's, um, you don't get to say what, what it is. You get to build what it is and you get to intentionally shape what it is and, and how it's seen. And that comes with asking questions and getting to know your employees, understanding what's important to them. Instead of, I think so, so often leaders try to prescribe what their culture is. We try to dictate to you what no, our culture is this right. without living that, without making that an inherent part of what we do on a daily basis. And that's that's where we fail. So building a culture is not, you know, an exercise you write down on a piece of paper. It's something you intentionally pursue year after year at every level of the business until it starts to resonate and and <clears throat> it starts to differentiate you from your peers. Talk to us a little bit about, about more about that. So how do you feel um, the, you know, the, your role leading employee experience, the, the, the committees in place, how has that become now a differentiator for, for IBEX when it comes to both attraction, attracting good people as well as, you know, retaining, uh, retaining uh, talent as well? Well, I think one of our most com critical components of building out this culture and being intentional about this employee experience was building out our framework. So we have, we, we took that committee and we got together and we built out this methodology called IBEXology. And essentially it just gives us guidelines, guardrails for um, what we expect 
from our employees and what they should expect from us at every phase of their employment. So that goes from from the newest of the new employees um, on the ground to your highest level executives who've been here for 10 years and everybody in between. And it starts with a firm foundation of making sure tools and training is there, coaching and development, that there's, um, we build in intentional um, touch bases, like through employee satisfaction surveys and um, touch point surveys to, to ask the questions and really listen to the answers and internalize an action on that. Um, big ticket events and making sure that our culture is fun and doing those things intentionally in every region across the globe has di- has differentiated us from our competitors. And, I, and you know that because you, you ask them, yep. you hear the answers. But more than that, um, we, we're just in a process now where we're doing our VIPs. And VIP is this huge celebratory recognition event for the best of the best, the top 5% in the country. They get an all-expense-paid three-day getaway. There's theme parties and dinners and shaking hands with the CEO and awards and all of that. It's, it's really um, a fantastic event. But just... What what's so meaningful and so moving about that is going online and reading these employees posting, you know, we have found a place that truly cares about us. We've found a place that truly recognizes. And it doesn't have to be all of those big things. I know people really get caught up in the the money and, and the um, expense associated with it. But it's the little things too, just a service award pin and a card that says, hey, thank you for choosing IBEX as your place to work. We know you have options and we appreciate your tenure with us. You know, we want to, we, we're committed to you. We appreciate you. We want to help you learn and grow. And th- doing those things consistently is what really builds out a culture. That's what a culture is. Got it. Got it. Um, I like I like what you said about having a framework. So, you know, you have these committees, right? And, we're, you know, the committees are, are working to connect your people and increase, you know, overall engagement. But it sounds like they're operating from a framework, um, you know, and, and I think you said the Ibexology. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what we I call it. it. We call it Ibexology. It governs okay. us. Okay. So that, that's great. So, so <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking from a leadership perspective, it's, you know, it's not just go out and, you know, just do it. You know, they're, they're, they have a starting spot that gives them guidance, right. And your team. And and so I think that's just a, a, an important point. It's, it's first taking a, a step back and saying, Hey, um, you know, what's important to us from a values perspective, what, you know, what, what's, you know, what, what are, you know, what is the overall, like how our, our brand message, you know, that, and so forth. Right. And, and so they have this framework to start from. So it sounds like there's thought, put in place, you know, even before the group gets, gets created. And then obviously like you, your point, listening, you know, and the employee feedback surveys and so forth, you know, really asking and understanding, you know, the perspectives of folks. So um, I love that. Just, I'm just, you know, always kind of, you know, taking, taking notes on different points um, that I hear that I think potentially could be helpful for, for other leaders. Um, so, okay. So Bridget, you know, I, IBEX is a 
big organization, right? And obviously, you know, they've invested in this this role from a employee experience leadership position, which is awesome. But what about what about I'm the CEO of a much smaller company and I don't I may not have the resources yet to have this, you know, full-time, you know, dedicated role and maybe, you know, the the big robust committees what are some of the things that maybe I could do, you know, but to still have an impact when it comes to my employee experience strategy? What are some of the, are there some low hanging fruit items that, you know, that, that perhaps you've experienced along the way that, that I could take and, and implement, you know, at my team and have an impact in a positive way, anything come to mind? Yeah, a million things come to mind. I think that's probably why I'm in this role, but it doesn't have to be, um, grandiose gestures. I think, you know, in in relationships we have with other people, it's not, um, you know, having a huge surprise birthday party. It's more the interactions that you have with that individual every day that develops that relationship, that loyalty, the trust, all of the things that you're kind of after in your working relationship. And it's no different at work. It's it's the little touch points. It's consistent coaching. It's the recognition of a job well done. Um, it's the kudos. It's, it's, um, it is being intentional about it. It's sitting down with your leaders and understanding what are our values, what is important not only to our company, but to our people. And we've really made a lot of headway in that regard with our Obex Cares initiative, which is uh, basically it's, a, it's community outreach and community give back. It's internal and it's external. We help our own in times of trouble. We rally together to support our employees from, from um, you know, helping with funeral expenses to rebuilding houses after natural disasters to um, buying prosthetics for somebody who's who who really has that need in their life. So that's one facet of it. Another is that external outreach, the community um, engagement. It's it gives our employees an outlet to do good in things, in ways that they care about, for people they care about, for causes that they care about. And that really resonates with this generation and can be a differentiator um, for the group and for the community and for the company. So it's a win no matter how you look at it. And those things don't have to be elaborate. Community service is free. Right. Um, yeah. You know, you you can pull together and come together on those points and really start to make a difference. Yeah, I I um you're I love how you said that these don't have to be big budget items, right? It's celebrating the small wins along the way, the day to day, the day to day, you know, kind of recognition, if you will. It's it's uh, you said uh, ibex cares, right? So so yes, it's yes. you know being able to um. Uh, make space to, you know, to, to support your community in different ways. Right. And, um, and just making the time to do that. I mean, those are, those are absolutely things that, you know, I can do and it doesn't require me making some big purchase or, you know, allocating some, some big budget. So I love that. Um, And it sounds like that's a lot of those things have come together in terms of the overall employee experience strategy for, for Ibex, which, which I love. Yeah. They've become, core fundamental programs because like I said at the beginning when when we sat down with the group to try to identify across these regions across the globe things that matter to all of us 
that those are the things that come up. That's where we can align as a company. Now, given, you know, with diversity and regional and cultural differences, you can't prescribe exactly what people do. And I think that's the beauty of it, too, is our people feel heard because if in Pakistan, the charity that they want to support is totally different than the charity they want to support in Beckley, West Virginia, that's okay. We're aligned under the common goal of helping our community. Yeah. Yeah. So um, listening to and hearing the, the differences, celebrating the differences, but also meeting people where they are and empowering that. I love mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, I mean, so Bridget, um, one, thank you. You know, you bring a global perspective when it comes to employee experience, which is super valuable. And we appreciate you sharing with us. And so as we, as we wrap up, one of the things that, you know, that I always like to you know, kind of in with is something, a practical takeaway, you know, uh, a lesson learned, something that, you know, me as a leader, I can, you know, hopefully just apply to my, my team. And, you know, so as we wrap up here uh, today, Bridget, is there any, anything that comes to mind, you know, just, you know, kind of a, a way that, uh, you know, a, 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 something that, you know, a takeaway, a key takeaway that I can, I can have as a leader to apply to my team here? Yeah, absolutely. I think as you start to think more seriously and focus in on delivering a a really solid employee experience, it's important to choose intentionally things that resonate and connect your audience instead of things that differentiate them or, or, or roadblocks to overcome. I think sometimes we look at diversity as an obstacle or, you know, these differences as a, a reason why we can't come together, or we can't celebrate this holiday, or we can't um, do this or that. And I would encourage you to look for the things that connect you and to build from that, um, to start to tear down those silos and look for ways that that engages multiple people from multiple levels in the company, you know, whether whether it's an executive or an agent level employee, whether it's somebody who's been here for one year or 10 years or, or one day, um, those human, those human traits, people really want to rally around that. They're looking for an opportunity to find a business that supports that. And I think that's, that's a wonderful place to start. I love that. And I would also encourage, um, our leaders not to look at employee experience as a cost, as an expense, but to look at it as an investment, an investment in your people and in the the relationship you cultivate with them because happy, happy employees do good work. And we know that. I mean, there's a million scientific studies that are much, much more um, elaborate in the way that they prove their point. But um that that's the goal is making sure that we connect and that people are, are happy and doing good work and that this is how we can do that. And they stay longer. <laughs> that's they right. stay longer. They, they tell their money friends to come work right. there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love, I love what you said, Bridget, about instead of um, trying to manage around the differences, focus on the things that we can do to bring, bring our teams together. Um, so I love, I love that. So, um, this has been, this has been wonderful. Um, thank you so much for taking time out of, uh, your busy day, Bridget, to share just lessons learned, things that you've experienced along the way. And, um, and, uh, so we're really grateful for that. And, and, uh, this was a, a wonderful, uh, wonderful show of the great retention. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That wraps up another edition of the great retention. 
Thank you for joining us and being a leader who genuinely cares about recognizing and empowering the everyday hero and the team members around you. We are proud to support your leadership journey and grateful for your support of this podcast. If you haven't already, please rate the show on Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend. This helps us get this content in front of more aspiring people first business leaders. If you'd like more perspectives on how to create exceptional cultures around award-winning talent, go to coolleaf.com and sign up for our newsletter to get them straight into your inbox two times per month. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the help from our production team at Chat With Leaders Media. Learn how you can launch your own podcast to grow your business at chatwithleaders.com. Thanks again for listening. Now go be people first leaders by celebrating and connecting your people today. HR professionals, thanks for listening. As promised, this episode of the Great Retention Podcast is valid for 0.5 professional development credits towards SHRM CP, SHRM SCP, and HRCI recertification. To claim your SHRM credit, please visit thegreatretention.com slash SHRM. To claim your HRCI credit, please visit thegreatretention.com slash HRCI. Complete the three-question form to receive your certification code. That's thegreatretention.com slash SHRM and thegreatretention.com slash HRCI.